a long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. Kale Dbeck and the Weapons Factory. The crew of the Ten Sparrow lay low for a few months after they failed to be stealthy while stealing the Infant of Shaw on Alderaan. During this time, Kale Dbeck worked on getting his Weapons Factory up and running. Little did he know, Someone was out to get him. You guys are in space. Mark Anobi, Sawbone, Chubrub are all responding to a distress signal from KLD Bag's up and coming weapons manufacturing plant. I had been probably gone from the ship for a while, getting really into finishing up the uh, final details and construction of my fa- manufacturing plant. So us three are hanging out. So you guys are chilling. Actually, you're pretty much almost landed um, on Narshadaw. Stop pretending like you're taking notes. You're landing in the, um, the the warehousing district, the supply chain district. So there's a lot of the similar looking buildings around here. You guys are within walking distance. Uh, you don't know what the distress signal is about. Uh, there's no message. Stop pretending to take notes. You're just so fucking distracting. <laughs> I'm going to kill you. This is going to go till 2 in this the morning. This is going to go till 2 in the morning. Um, you guys are en route to the warehouse. Uh, I think the last time you guys saw it, it was really rough. There was a chocolate river, and it's probably close towards the end of production. So you're telling me there's not going to be a chocolate river? Why don't you find out, buddy? Okay. Willie Rowe is off, uh, probably doing work on his casino station. That's a big thing for him, so while he's working on his stuff, I get to work on my stuff, and you guys are doing fuck all. I don't know. What have you guys been doing? I mean, I'm a bounty hunter now. So I'm just always looking for bounties to just make the money, boards. to make them muns, and then I'm pretty sure Chubrub's just hanging with me. Uh, yeah, that, and I've been getting into like expressive force painting. So I'm just move objecting paint at the walls and seeing how how it turns out. Now you don't need it, a step ladder. Yeah, okay. I can just I, I can just do it from the comfort of my hammock. You do that. Oh, it feels so good to say it. Yeah, it feels so powerful. Uh, Mark Kenobi has been just working on the perfect script. And he feels like he can get back into the acting game with this one. It's about, it's about a guy who tries... He, he, he wants to make a living and become a star as a pod racer. And uh, so he's... <laughs> he's <laughs> so he's, uh, he's planning on starring um, as as the one and only Kiel Dirtbag. Um, spell, that, spell that name? Kiel. Kiel? Dirtbag. Uh, that's, uh, so that's the character's name that he's writing, and uh, it's, uh, you know, it's close to home uh, for him, so he's been... <laughs> a real winner, but he's starring himself. Yeah, he's starring he's himself. himself. It's, it's a coming-of-age story. I like it. Yeah. I'm on board with it. I mean, I don't think Kale's going to be on board with it, but we'll see. We'll see how he. He reacts. doesn't know yet. <laughs> no, he does not know. It's we're, I'm writing it in secret, but I do have I do have funding already. Who's funding? Mar- it's uh, Kenobi Burger. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So just using a shell company. It's literally plastered everywhere. Kenobi Burger. Kenobi Burger. <laughs> this, the sponsorships by. inside that movie is going to be ridiculous. <laughs> Someone in the first scene, someone's handing him a cup, and it just says Kenobi Burger. <laughs> the pod racer is a Kenobi Burger. Good. All right. Well, good. To, we're all caught up. <laughs> You have landed. You're walking up to the warehouse that you know. You can see that the outside of this building is nothing special, almost probably because I wanted it to be secret. You know, I don't want anybody knowing about this stuff. 
You're standing in front of a large garage door um, and a screen that's dim lit. It looks like a, like a just computer station. Um, and then approaching, you see across the street, there's not a whole lot of foot traffic because it's in the warehouse district. So maybe you guys are just out by yourselves, except for two people. How tall? How tall are you, B? Your character. Pretty short, actually. Okay. Uh, say 4'8". Oh, okay. So not much taller than your companion, Thorbin, our favorite residential murderer. Thorbin's boy. just across the street? Thorbin and another... Um, Another <laughs> the race is a sex toe. Yeah, okay. X-C-X-T-O. Yeah, I'm going to remember that. A sex toe is going to approach <laughs> you guys with a murder boy and uh, come up to you. That's one of the weirdest sentences I've ever heard. What's up, tall boy? Hey, my man. Thorbin, what are you doing out? Are you allowed out? I thought I thought you had to stay inside. Well, well I'm locked out. This We just recently met. His name is Zach. Yes, hello. He's a safety inspector. How, how did you meet the safety inspector? Well, we we've chatted while you, we've waited for somebody. <laughs> and you're anybody. just gonna you're you just gonna let trust this guy him? In? Yeah. Let's see his paperwork. He's got a badge. Let's see it. Listen, he could have faked the badge. Let me see the badge. He rolls his eyes and with one of his four spindly arms, pulls out a badge. See? One of his other arms is holding a clipboard, and one of his other arms is holding a pencil. And as he shows you his badge, he looks down and. Write something on his clipboard, <laughs> say, muttering hmm, to himself. He's been doing that a lot. Let <laughs> me see your clipboard. No, I don't. I don't think that would be necessary. I don't trust him. Just then, the dimly lit computer that's by the garage door flickers, and you can see a very grainy kind of think of it like an old black and white television that's not properly tuned. Uh, KLD bag, um, in his warehouse supposedly. Oh, this is one of those face scanners. Hey! And I put my face up to it. Oh, God. Oh, okay. I, good, good to know that you're here. Hey! I'm still here? blocking it. Who else here? I can't see. I can't see who else here. Show Get out of the way, Mark. Get out of the way. It's a face scanner. Get it's, out of the way. It's me, sir. I had, well, I had your, your calf that you wanted, but I drank it. Well, yeah, it's been days. Uh, you guys don't understand. There's been an attack. I'm locked in. This whole place is on lockdown. Somebody's in here with me, and I don't know who it is. We got a guy out here with us. Did you try blowing everything up? I swear to God, if anybody blows any more shit up in my new manufacturing facility, I'm going to lose my shit. Mm, I'm locked in my panic room right now, and I think that they're outside trying to get in. I keep hearing banging, explosions. And just then you can hear just another one just rumble the walls. It kind of seems self-contained within this... Very thick-walled facility. As that happens, Zach jots something down in his notepad. Mm, I promise that wasn't me. I swear to God. Is that the the health inspector I was notified about two weeks ago that Gorgonzola was sending a GD health inspector? Safety inspector, but yes. Sure, whatever. Find a way in here and rescue me, guys, because I don't know how much more time I'm going to have. Can you unlock the door? Uh, yeah, actually, the best way to unlock the door is... And it starts to <laughs> flicker in. So just as he's about to tell you the super secret way to get in... It um, cuts out. It cuts out, and the feed has been hijacked. And you see this human, and he says... Attention, fools outside. Uh-huh. This is Space Hopper and Mercenary Commander Joiner Streeton. We have infiltrated this facility to claim the bounty of the green-headed fool who has stolen the wrong person's ship. A vessel found to be flying under the handle, the Tin Sparrow. Well, there's a bounty out on his head. This is your first and final warning to leave the premises. I have hostages, a slew of armed battle droids, and what looks like a limitless supply of, of greasy burgers in here. Well, you know... I got all day now, baby. <laughs> We've disabled the ventilation access to his locked chambers. Green man gonna die all blue and purple in there. This guy is not all there. And that's coming from me. <laughs> but seriously, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and he cuts well, off the feed. Aw, oh, man. Why wouldn't he just I want to tell that? that guy that I was gonna murder him. Whoa! Zach just sort of looks over with Takes wide eyes. <laughs> Johnson O'Town. <laughs> without without Cal here, you're off hinged. <laughs> one, now now one of Zach's forearms is is constantly on his hip, <laughs> just in case he needs to draw down on this little murder boy. 
So I'm going to use mechanics to try and get in the door. Okay. You want to aid me, chums? Yeah, I can aid. I can aid, too. <laughs> oh, my mechanics is 12. Yeah, he probably has the highest 15. Mechanics. Oh, well, shit. Go ahead. I'll aid oh, you. Oh, yeah, it's Thorpen Boy. <laughs> yeah, he I'll is a mechanic. I'll, I'll aid you, then. He is a mechanic. What is that, 31? Yes. That opens the door just ever so slightly um, that even the biggest of you guys can fit through. Um, what does that mean? Well, I mean, everyone is <laughs> not skinny, different okay? sizes. <laughs> You probably are the biggest one out of the entire group Call without winning <laughs> It didn't help that I made direct eye contact with yeah. you when I said it. <laughs> I looked you square in the fucking so eye. So all of you can fit so in. So all of you can fit in if you squeeze your good in. No. Um, it, it, it misfires. You could tell that the door somewhere jams up inside. Ah, beans. Yeah. So he did get it open. You guys are able to go in through. Let's go. Let's go. You guys enter the room. Um, when I was when I was looking at it or picturing it in my mind, it was kind of like whenever you enter the front rooms of anything in like Fallout Four, you always have like a like there's kind of a front desk mm-hmm. sort of reception area. Um, nothing really crazy about it, other than there's a desk in front of you with a a PC. Windows Seven. Uh, it's a it's got a PC on it's there. Actually, an NPC. It's an NPC, <laughs> so it's a non-playable computer. And Damn you've got a. Uh, hey man, you sure I can't put Minecraft on this thing? It's very small. It already has Minecraft on it, sir. Yeah, he's got all. He's got a whole. <laughs> um, across the way, you notice uh, this whole room looks kind of like there's been a, a terrible battle all over the all over the room. Blaster marks. Oh, look at the blaster marks. Looks like there's been a terrible battle. There are um, wonderful pictures of Kale waving. Uh, he's different different places. Man, it's like uh, he's here. He's photoshopped with us. himself meeting and shaking hands with a bunch of famous people. But <laughs> he'll tell not. you he photoshopped those. It was me. Yeah, they look good. They look good. You can hear shuffling on the opposite side of this door. That's at the ba- very back. The door looks locked up tight. Off to the left, on the opposite side, you can see what looks to be like a retro arcade game. Oh, I'd play that. Okay. <laughs> Irresistible. I'm not even going to make you do a will save, because why? Because why? <laughs> you sit down. While Kale is in peril, I'm glad to know that I put this in there just to see what would happen. <laughs> right as you're about to go uh, jump into that old arcade game, uh, you see from the light of the crack in the door um, a figure pass by and kind of stick his head in. And then he sticks his whole body in. And he's in a cloak. Can I help you, sir? Says, this looks like this place has seen better days. You may not know me, for I am mysterious. What? I am very mysterious. Please don't show me your genitals. I don't want to see them, Mr. Flasher, sir. I've only got more clothes under this robe. Wait, well, now I want to see what's underneath the robe. I will show you. And he pulls out gun, gun. a data pad. <laughs> we shoot him. It isn't. I throw oh my, my knife at him. God. <laughs> it hits some plate mail underneath his robe. Yeah. That's not cool. Plate mail. I come in peace. I come in peace. I come in peace. Bearing a peace. This piece is a data card specific to this place. A debt card or a data data card? Sawbone, I think you need to clean your ears out, sir. I represent <laughs> a interested third party that could make all of your dreams come true in its wildest ways, including the success of this manufacturing plant. Can you get me a sw- like a swimming pool full of jelly? I could. Well, this guy's for real. Yeah, this guy's for real. That's right. <laughs> no, That's very right. <laughs> 17 to just... Yeah, they threw a knife at him, and it, it was 11, so I know that's not a hit. <laughs> but 17 picked it back up and just going to stab at him. <laughs> okay. Does that hit? Yeah, you hit some plate mail. Some <laughs> serious plate mail. Uh, you tried to stab him in the crotch as well, and he's wearing a cup. <laughs> Interesting. Please stop that little bubble head. Please, I'm trying to help you and your party. You're weird. Hey, Tobin, we'll kill him later. This Come on. Okay. is a skeleton data key card. It can get you in places you will need to use to save your friend in a timely fashion. Now, nothing is free. Except for this. This is, uh, this is free. Excuse me, how do you know all of this? I am an interested third party. I am very mysterious. That's all you will get to know. I thought you represented an interested third party. Take the card and use it, or don't! 
Goodbye. And then he just backs the fuck out of there. <laughs> Wait, did he really the awkward. <laughs> I picture him just throwing the data pad and running. Yeah, he dro- <laughs> he, he drops the data pad on the ground. It's a card. It's a card. Yeah, data card. Uh, data, card yeah. data card on the ground. I, I guess I'll take this card. This is the swainest thing I've ever been a part of. Are we ethically obligated to help him if we take the card? Because I kind of don't want to give that fucker anything. No, we don't use the card for anything. Zach walks over and takes the card. Okay, and he's got the card. Mm, it's, yes, it's, and starts looking at it. Mm, quite. Don't no. you use that card. He takes out a data pad. No! And it's his own personal data pad. He swipes it. Sticks it in and starts tapping. And mm, quite. What yes. is it? What is it? What is uh, it? Should I roll use computer to? Yeah, yeah let's see. It. Sure. Yeah, roll it. What is uh, it? What is it? What is it? What is it? I don't know. <laughs> Zach, you idiot. <laughs> Twenty-eight. So you can definitely tell that it is, in fact, what he says it is. You okay. can't read all of the data on there. Mm. Some of it is is kind of code that doesn't really make any sense. Would you say it's like half data? It's half. Data. It's like there's another piece that needs to be added to okay. it. Okay. Mm, something's missing here. Not a data card. Another data card, but it looks like the data card fills out the second half. Yes. The incomplete code, but you do see that this has unlocking capabilities for several doors. Whether or not you get to use them in here, um, mm. that's up to you. You can see at the bottom of the data card what's very odd is it seems to be three LED lights that are not on right now, but that's about it. So, I'll give it to Thorben, I guess. He sort of holds the data card out with, like, his nose up, just, like, by two fingers, as if he's disgusted by it. The card? Take this young child and just sort of drops it into Thorman's hand. I have the card now. Okay. Put it in your pocket. Murder, Murder Boy puts it away. I put it in my pocket. Okay. Okay, guys. You spend about 20 minutes in this room. What's that? That would be, it kind of looks like a vent at, at first glance to you, but Thorben recognizes it as a passageway for a lot of the workers. Very small, almost uh, too small for Thorben or Zach. What about Chubrub? No, hey. Chubrub would be the closest. It is currently closed, however. It looks like an active door, but it is, it is currently closed. Chubrub, can you use the force to open that door? Uh, explosive force. Now, please don't blow no, up no, stuff. Don't blow it. Right. Mr. D-Bag was I mean, very clear about blowing things up. So what would you like to do? Um, I, I take the chair from behind the desk. Okay. And I throw it at the door to see if it'll open the door. It does nothing, but you do hear a reverberating <laughs> of the clang. I broke a chair. Hear, you can hear commotion on the other side. Imagine that. Now they know we're here. Vaguely hear commotion. It's somewhere... Another small explosion. That one wasn't me. Can we use the card to get through the door? There is a slot um, at the front door that looks like it would fit that card. Murder boy, can I use the card? Why? I just want to open the door. I thought why we said we weren't going to use it. I mean, why, why can't I use the card? Oh, well, will you use the card? Man, why can't I do something? I'll let you do it. When you got the idiot on the team saying this is a bad idea, it's a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> do you put the card in? Yeah. He puts the card in. And you can you can hear several things click, and it sounds like a bunch of whirring and computer bullshit happening in the walls. And you see one of the lights on the LED card light up. Well, the door hasn't opened just yet, but you do hear it. A handprint screen opens up in the side of the wall, and it jars the arcade machine that starts to whir back then, like it just woke from sleep. Look, it's a face scanner. Uh, it's not a face scanner. <laughs> but sure, yeah, okay. What, the arcade made noises? The arcade made noises, yeah, just because it bumped. All right. Hey, should we play it? No. I play it. No. Is it it's an actual game, so you put yeah, in credits no, and you load I, it up. Listen, I feel like something's happening here. I'm going to play the game. Okay. It's called Droid Buster 1000. Okay. Well, that sounds like a fun game. I currently have a high score. Yeah, so good it. luck, motherfucker. You can see Thorby up oh. at the top. Oh, you don't know about this, do you? High score is ASS. Yes, yeah, he's actually written ASS for his initials over the top. Everybody All of them are dirty. Hey, them. guess what? That one says CNT. Okay. You know what that stands for? What? Country News Times. I can't say. I, Country News Times. I can't say that. I'm not old enough. It's You bleep that, bleep that out. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to bleep this out, too. I'm going to that too. So Marky goes and plays. Marky goes and plays the game, and I assume everybody watches this bullshit. I watch it. You see, just really, really retro graphics come across the come across the screen. It looks like a really shitty 
graphic of a of a of a droid. You don't hit that one. It just avoids it. You got four more tries. Mm. Three more tries. One more try. I just yeah, I just feel like this opens the door or something. Like it's rigged. The door is ready to be opened, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> you should have said that. Yeah. I'm really bad at this game. Yeah, suck it, motherfucker. <laughs> and it's just a, like a graphic of Thorbin going, ha, 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 Hey, come on, guys. You want to play? Chubrub has never played a video game. <gasps> Sit down, Chubby. Do you want me to hold you up? <laughs> it's got a, it's got a <laughs> booster seat when Thorbin plays. You're fine. Yes. <laughs> we put him in the booster seat. Roll your, D t roll your D20. And that yes. nat 20? Yes. You hit... You see the pixels go. You also hear just like a real quick pop. Did I break like it? Something popped in the other room. Did, did yeah. I win? Did I break it? You did have I lose? Four more tries. Nothing. You miss. You miss the. Guy. <laughs> Motherfucker! You miss another one of the. Droids. I start like slamming my paws on the console. <laughs> yeah, this thing is fucking <laughs> stupid shit. Motherfucking childish. Goddamn! You, you hit that one. Oh yeah, I love this fucking game. It's the shit. Seventeen, and then it, it comes up and says, "Oh, high score," and you get to put in your initials. I don't know what that is. He doesn't know it. He just slams it and just says AAA. <laughs> <laughs> and then as he's about to register the high score, the thing malfunctions and shuts down. So everything is starting to go haywire in this place. But your door is ready to be opened. Let's go to the door. All right, inside the room that you guys recognize, the one that had the chocolate river from before. Is it still chocolate? It's not chocolate anymore, but you can still see there's a tank filled to the brim with, uh, it's clear, and it's back to fluid, so it's actively filtering Bacta, and the Bacta is actually running through the river right now. So wait, is it a Bacta river? It's a Bacta river now. Nice. It, uh, once Kale heard that there was going to be a safety inspection, he thought maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe he's just going to chocolate river. <laughs> so I, I am so disappointed with Zach this. Zach dips a finger uh, in are and you? tastes it. <laughs> as you cross over, you can kind of see the other side as you progress. Um, real quick, Caleb. Yeah. Uh, are there any emergency life preservers, uh, lifeguard stations, or readily available... Safety measures like a railing for this back to river. <laughs> there is one rail that you can spot. You can't see everything. There may or may not do close to the check. Yeah, no. do a, yeah, do a perception Ooh, check. There we go. Thank you. Uh, 20. Yeah, there you can see across the way um, over by the filtration. There is a, mm -hmm. a safety zone. Do not stand in front of this line. Okay. Uh, mm. There's an eye washing station and several. Uh, Medical kits. Okay. Lifeguards are still on duty, right? Is there a, is there a sign that says no lifeguard on duty swim at your own peril? <laughs> there's, there's, no, there's no sign for that. I'm so okay. sorry. Mm, deductions. <laughs> deductions on Shit. deductions. Shit. <laughs> Shit. You can see off to the off to the right, um, there is a door and a like a little station right here that's jutted out of the wall that has a bunch of buttons and okay. levers and a key card. Just here you can see it's kind of like a little docking station right beside the river bank here. Okay. Across the way, however, you guys want to roll another perception check. It's smoky, but it's it's also wafty. You know, whenever it's foggy, you can kind of see down the street, but you can't really, but then you can and you can't. 21. 13. Perception. <laughs> 17. 28. Both yeah. Sawbone and Chub Rub across the way can make out the silhouettes of two droids. Hey, guys, there's two droids over there. You can also see that two Ugnot workers are on the ground face down with their hands over their heads. Looks like they're... Alive but captive. Looks like those. Uh, looks like those droids over there. Looks like they're protecting those other people on the ground. The smoke clears just enough. They turn from their captives, uh, from pointing guns at the Ugnots. Intruder alert! And then the other one says, "We are also intruders." And one says, "Good point, Ralph." These intruders are also intruders, but they are not on our team. And they <laughs> prepare to aim at you instead of the prisoners. I really want you to say it. Zach will take out his badge and be like, mm, I have credentials. Roll initiative. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect.
Hey everyone, and thank you so much for listening to this special edition of 8-Bit Saga. This episode was DM'd and edited by Kale himself. Um, I just went in and added music and sound effects and, and the like, you know, the easy stuff. Uh, so go congratulate Kale on a great episode. There uh, is some great stuff coming up that I can't wait for you guys to hear. You're going to lose your fucking minds. and I, Oh, I can't wait for the tweets to come in about that. You're going to love it. And that's also part of the reason why this is taking so long, because Kale has made a lot of work for himself, and I don't envy him at all. So, suck it, Kale, I guess. I don't know. You did a good job, man. Um, let us talk about the things we need to talk about real quick, such as Patreon. We have a 8-Bit Saga Patreon officially. It is our own at patreon.com slash 8-Bit Saga. Uh, for $5 a month, you get the webcomic and the extended episodes. For $10, uh, you get the Monster of the Week show uh, that's coming. It's coming. It's in the works. It's happening. Um, hopefully, again, sometime this summer, we'll start releasing those. That will be there for $10 a month. So for $10, you get the webcomic, the extended episodes, and Monster of the Week. As well as some other... I do throw some other stuff up for the uh, $10 a month. We get like a, a sneak peek at pages and stuff that are coming. Um Speaking of, right now, uh, Shannon is currently helping me work on some of the stuff for the website, such as art and the design. And so because of that, she's splitting her time between working on the comic and working on the website. So for the foreseeable future, uh, we're looking at every other week for comic pages. So keep that in mind that it won't be every Friday. It'll be like every other Friday. Um, and also, I do want to note that those that are listening to this show right now... Um, on Patreon, um, there are no goofs at the end of this episode because when we finish the second episode, I'm going to combine it to uh, part one and two into one long ass episode with the goofs at the end because they're all together. Um, and so uh, it'll be like a two hour long episode for you guys. Um, and it'll be awesome. And you're going to love it. And it's going to be great. So keep that in mind as well. There's there's nothing special at the end of this one. Just it's, it's on Patreon. So you guys can for those who listen to it there. So there you go. Uh, the money that we use from Patreon goes to paying Shannon again for the help on the website and the comic. So again, consider becoming a patron to help support her and support us. It's uh, very important. And to all those that have joined recently, thank you so much. If you like what you're listening to and you want to help support the network, go check out our other shows on the 8-Bit Geek Network, such as the 8-Bit Geek, Divas, Dropkicks and Dives, and Brainberry Tarts. You can also hang out with us over on Discord, uh, where we have community events for like game night. I have, like every Friday night, it seems like there's a group of like twenty people playing Cards Against Humanity online. Go join that; it's a lot of fun. I played with them a couple uh, weeks ago, and it was it was a blast. Uh, so go go check that out. You can also find on our Discord t- like chats for everything. Like literally, there's a book club. There's stuff for sharing recipes, there's stuff for wrestling, there's stuff for D&D, there's stuff for video games, sports, um, what else? Um, art, you know, and then there's like the general chat, voice chats, you can find people to play games with, you can find people who are streaming on Twitch, it's a whole bunch of stuff. Go check that out. You can find links to that, to our Discord and other places on our website at the8bitgeek.com. You can also find a link to our Threadless store at 8bitgeek.threadless.com where you can get your Saga shirts. We were hoping to have the Kale shirt ready by this, but again, he's kind of, he's got a lot of work <laughs> he's been doing, so he, it, it's not here yet. Sorry, guys. It's coming. It, hopefully soon will be the, the new Kale D-Bag shirt, which is uh, sick as fuck. Uh, you can also get stickers there, so you can throw a sticker on your laptop, on your car, uh, on your friend's forehead, you know. Uh, you can find those over on our Threadless store. If you want to support the network on Patreon and not just 8-Bit Saga, you can find that at patreon.com slash 8BitGeek. Uh, we got the diner. You got the extended episodes of Saga and 8BitGeek, as well as the Saga comic there as well, uh, all for $5 a month. You can find us on Facebook at the 8BitGeek. You can find us on Twitter at 8-Bit underscore Saga. And if you use the 8-Bit Saga hashtag, we'll name a character after you. There is a character in this episode. Streeton, the like bounty hunter, was named after Streets in Space or Trey Joiner. Thank you so much for for tweeting about the show. I uh, hope you enjoy your character. He was a lot of fun uh, to listen to that voice that Kale did for him. <laughs> so, uh, thanks so much.
yeah, so go check out our Patreon at 8 Saga or 8 Geek. Go check out Graham Plowman at GrahamPlowman.com. He's the guy that does most of our music, and he created our theme for us. Uh, go check out Shannon's artwork. You can find her on Twitter at HazardousFancy. Um, she also has like an Instagram that I don't know what it is. I'm sure it's HazardousFancy also. Uh, if not, then I'm sorry to whoever that is, and it's suddenly going to get people looking at their account. I think I think that's it. Let us get back to the Kale episode, or as we've been calling it, Kale D-Bag in the Weapons Factory. Uh, we should be back in about mm, what two weeks uh, with the part with part two to finish this up, and then after that we can move on to the the Kev episode where Kevin uh, from A Big Geek and Divas Drop Kicks and Dives joins us and returns as the famous Frygiery. And oh my God, let's get back to it. This is my jam. I had a 17. Chat, bro. 23. Subba. 32. 24. Safety inspector. 28. What are you going to write him a ticket? Oh, <laughs> uh, it's funny. He takes out four blaster <laughs> pistols. <laughs> nice. No, he keeps he keeps a pen in one hand and a clipboard in the other. Takes out two blaster pistols. <laughs> nice. <laughs> what are the negatives for each? You get like minus five for each gun that you're extra wielding? Or you can just wield four guns at no penalty? With dual weapon mastery, it reduces the cost of fighting yeah. with two weapons. You know this. Yes. Uh, and the racial trait multiple arms uh, lessens the penalty by two. So you only need two levels of dual weapon mastery to have no negatives while dual wielding. All right, Rostifer. Let's quest. You guys are about to have a, a back to river showdown. They are droids. What kind? They have, they have blaster rifles. They have they have blaster rifles. Are they different tiers? Can no, you tell? They are pretty much the same. pretty much the same. Ralph. 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 Daryl. Daryl. Yeah. Daryl. Daryl. It's pretty straightforward. They all look like they're painted um, to match a specific sect, like a small militia kind of colors, like stripes of red. Ed is first. So I can see them all? Yeah, there's just three. Cool. Uh, I'm going to switch my blaster over to energy, and I'm going to take aim and use Deadeye and shoot. Is it a free action, or is it a swift action, a swift too? Action to then you can't, you can't do all those things. Flipping the switch to energy? is a swift action. You can't double swift to aim and Deadeye. And I'll switch it to energy and just shoot, shoot, and use dead eye still. I'll have to take aim. Cool, cool. Saban, who are you aiming at? Uh, this droid on the left. Droid on the left. One, two, and three, from left to right. Oh, okay. Then number one. <laughs> My energy attack is a twenty-six. To attack. To attack. That's definitely hit. All right. Smash that beautiful droid footage. That is thirty-one damage. So you hit him. Are you trying for the head? Yeah, I'm going to try for the head. Okay, you hit him in the neck, and you see sparks fly, and you see kind of... You see that you hit a shield. You see that shield power down. Okay. Ooh. Okay. So he has no shields right now? Yes. So, so he- that one that you shot, it's going to fire right back at you. All right. He misses. Uh, What's his name? Daryl? Daryl, Daryl? Shoots across it, flies to the left of you. Zach. Watch out, Zach. Zachary Ty Bryant. That's not my name. <laughs> Zachary Taylor Thomas. No, that's not it. That's, that's not, not right. It. That's not it. All right, yeah, he's behind Chubra, but he can shoot around and over him. Yeah. He's going to take aim, use Deadeye, and I'm just fucking around. <laughs> he's, I was like, oh, my God. He's going to he's gonna take shots with both of his uh, heavy pistols. Nice, heavy blasters. His attack is a... 29. Ooh, that's a hit. Nice. You can do a second attack? Second attack is not quite as good. Uh, 24. No, that is a hit. Oh, it is. Nice. You aiming? Uh, no, I'm just going to blast on cool. him. Cool. What'd you do? The first attack is 22 damage. Okay. The second attack is 18 damage. So you shouldn't twice both they hit each shoulder. It goes right through the shoulder, and uh, the arm starts 
it falls off the gun, like his hands falls off the gun, and the arm kind of falls limp, and sparks fly. Mm, head, shoulders, knees, and toes. <laughs> and then, marking mark. Is there a bridge? Is there any way for me to get close to them, or no? Not. It's only I mean, like ten feet. Yeah, it's only about ten feet. Do you have like the jump force power or whatever it's called? Yeah, I don't. I didn't take that one. Okay. Uh, so I'll just. Um, I'll attempt to run and jump over the strawberry yeah. chocolate river nice. of doom. Nice. Guys, watch this. And let me get you to make an acrobatics check. Here we go. 23. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you make it across. I'll let you do a charge. You cleared that thing. If there was like a YouTube video of it, it would have been so sick. Okay, so yeah, you land. Continue, it's, it's almost like you hurdled that river. You're just still running. Nice. Awesome. <laughs> you do like a crouching tiger tiptoe across it. <laughs> Does a charge allow me to still attack? Yes. That's yeah. what okay. Yeah, that's what I've been. All right. I will attack uh, the guy right in front of me here in the middle. Daryl Daryl. Daryl Daryl too. Well, this is Daryl. This is Daryl Daryl. This is Daryl Daryl Daryl. That's his other brother, Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, um, I will use power attack. That is a 28 to hit. That's a hit. 37 damage. As you hit him, you like hit something outside of him, basically. It's his, his energy shield around him. You diffuse it, basically, so you're not, you don't really hit him, but you just like hit him and diffuse the shield. I only took out the shield. Damn. So I am just going to move objects. Uh, the one who still has a shield. Yeah. Daryl, 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 uh, and try and whip him into Daryl, Daryl. Thought one of them was named Ralph. It's a that's a nickname. <laughs> there 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 are two like lifeless droids on the ground around them. If that gives you a hint, what just happened when y'all were in that room? Twenty two against his will. Uh, yeah. Gonna keep a keep a grip on him though. Cool. Now that all of this commotion has happened and you've got people moving through space, the smoke is cleared a little bit, and you notice that there are three. Busted, they are actual busted droids around the ground. Oh. What you were controlling from the other room with the arcade game was a remote turret in this room. And so you had the chance to nice. take up to all of them out. That's right. nice. Almost one. Yeah. That's why I really oh, wanted yeah. you guys to play I the arcade game. I was like, I got to let at least one other person take a stab at this. Because you didn't take one of time, them. Yeah. yeah. It had to be 15 or above. So uh, 19 damage. 19 damage. You fling him and misses the guy you were aiming for, but he hits up against the wall and hits hits the ground, and you see his shield deactivate. Okay, so number three, when you knock down, he gonna get up and then attack Mark. <gasps> I will exterminate you. Can I can I try to block or okay. deflect? Uh, that's twenty one. Twenty one is not enough. Okay. Uh, you get shot in the ribs. For 34 damage. Jesus. Ah, oh, you're so close. The uh, the other one's going to attack you, too. The okay. number, number two. All right. I'm going to try to uh, deflect. Do it to and it. And redirect. Come on, baby. 27. That is enough. Yes. I'd like to redirect it to the droid in front of me. Okay. Yeah. That's an 18. Okay. Miss. <laughs> That's such a close range thing that just happened. Thorbin. Finally. Well. Pull out my gun. <laughs> my ion pistol. Wait, they all, all their shields are down, you know? Mm-hmm. So shooting number uh, number uh, one. Daryl. Can you call him by name, please? That is a uh, 22. That's no, not a hit. Yeah. There are uh, computer screens and shit that you can fuck with. Just giving you other things to do besides attack. Where are their computer? Where are their computer screens? At? There is one across the wall here, uh, okay. across over by the door, and then. There's one behind you, off to the right. Okay, then I'm going to turn and start making my way to that screen. It's Sawbone's turn. All right, well, I'm going to take aim and use that and shoot number one again. 32. That is a hit. 36 damage. You blow his head off. That droid has no head, and then it, then its body falls limp. Hey, I killed it, guys. Thank Sparks you. Sparks illuminate the whole area as it kind of has like a firework effect. Zachary. As a swift action, he's going to write a note. <laughs> Ineffective security droids. Mark. My turn. I'm going to go for this dude right in front of me again. Slash his face. I want to slash him apart. 27. That was a hit. 34 damage. Oof. 
No shield. You slice him. Do you come down a certain way every time? Uh, this time I'm coming down from uh, shoulder to waist. You do that. So you, you bring your saber down shoulder to hip and just slice right across him. Sparks fly everywhere. He's open, but still standing and seemingly operative. Damn it! Again, 4th of July, just chubs. Sparkles. Um, keeping my grip on that dude that I was slanging around. Gonna whip him uh, right into the dude that Markinobi just gashed at. Alright. Here's my force throw. 38. A lot! Okay. Uh, that does both of the things that you want it to. Nice! And he... F- yeah, do the damage for me, and then I'll describe the things. Um, 50 on the nose. Alright. Jesus! <laughs> Is that enough? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you fling the droid at the other droid, and they they collide. Sparks fly everywhere, and then they land in the Bacter River. Just <laughs> right into the river. Everything is inoperable. And they get hilled. <laughs> <laughs> the juice grows flesh. Battle's over. The battle's been won. I'm going to use computer on this computer real quick. Okay. 18... Uh, I don't know. I'm looking for stuff on the computers to see if there's any indication of controlling droids. Controlling droids? Make a perception check. 19. Go closer to the droids. They're in the back to the back to river. There's, uh, there were three that got shot from the arcade machine. Yeah, we'll go inspect a dead droid. Do mechanics. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Wait, does that mean you swam across the river real quick? <laughs> Actually, he came in with his. I mean, you have a. Uh, Jetpack. Jetpack. Oh, yeah. Okay. That was a 19. My Mine was an 18 to 8. Okay. You, you can see that you can uh, actually, if you can mess with it for a second, you can get it running and control it. You know how you like, you know, like in KOTOR where you, you set you set it to uh, go against hostiles and all of that mm-hmm. shit? You can do those things. Okay. While you are working on that, you the two Ugnaughts that have it, not moved before. You yeah. may have not even noticed them. Mm-hmm. They pop up. But the ones we saved that the, were being you held save, up? And Busted. they just start bowing and bowing, and you see a very small door open, and two more come in and start cleaning up the droids and uh, or just debris in general, and they're all stomping to each other, kind of in line. You can tell that they are workers in this factory. Oh, God, here we go. And they start to chant their worker song, which goes a little like this. Yay! Hey, you're welcome, welcome, welcome to the Kale Factory. We got weapons, 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 and that back to flow with free. Manufacture blasters, rifles that shoot faster, faster. D-Bag is the master, the creator of disaster. But now, we alert down on high alert. Oh, nothing's hurt. Droids rolling through our lobbies and our bodies getting burned. Yo, damn, this song is a huge-ass hint. I love blue lights with a blue-ass tint. Please go stop that mercenary vent. Catch him like Willie with a hell and well met. Five to the nine and the three and the one. Oh, shit, we lost Dave. That guy just had a son. Had a son. Oh, he had a son. Had a son. He had a son. And then so they start to chant and they all kind of exit. They don't pay you any other attention after they've cleared the debris. Back into the... You know the vent door, and it shuts behind them and locks. Thorben, <laughs> while they're singing, he's like humming along while he's working on the. He, on the yeah, he's, he's heard, the, heard the he's song. Heard, he's oh, heard yeah. the theme. I don't know if he's heard these verses before. <laughs> yeah, Thorben feels the way about the Ugnaughts as the way that Kale feels about droids. Oh, that's so poetically beautiful. <laughs> Thorben, yeah, what's up? Any anybody catch what uh, what those little dudes were saying? Yeah, they said the order of the numbers was five nine three one and to follow the blue line. You guys are. Standing around chit-chatting? No, Zach doesn't chit-chat. He's all business. He's checking the depth of the Bacta River. He's got a he's got a length of of string with a weight tied to the bottom with knots at regular intervals, which he lowers into the Bacta River, counts the knots, mm, marks it down. Is he checking the pH level too of it as well? Oh yes, he takes out a little <laughs> the pH level of Bacta. Don't know. 9, Not 000. my job. <laughs> little compact like lab kit. Takes some samples. Mm, yeah. It's definitely <laughs> contaminated now. Though, yeah, I know, right? I turn to him. I go. <laughs> you know, this used to be chocolate. Oh, no. Thorben, like <laughs> mid, like like mid, fucking around with the droid, just like the slow head turn because he's got the big eyes. Yeah. Just the, 
It was awesome. We all jumped in it and swam in it. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not all of us jumped and swam in the chocolate river. And he's jotting down like a paragraph. So many violations. <laughs> oh, I think there were bodies down there. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Chopra. <laughs> So I set that droid to attack hostiles. Nice. You just gonna chill with us? I, you tell. You fucking tell me. Chill with us? Yeah. He's, not He's gonna come follow you. Noise. I'm gonna name him Noise. Pian fifteen two. God. <laughs> um, during the time that the Ugnots did their little show and dance um, and then left, um, a blue lane along the lines of the floor. It starts to glow, almost like black light, but instead of uh, any other color, it's it's going to be like a light blue. Uh-huh. Um, where are you guys? Where are you guys going? You have a docking, kind of like a docking station, and a control panel that comes up out of the ground over by one of the turns of the river. Do I know what that does? You you would, yeah. And uh, what does it do? You you would, Thorben. Uh, <laughs> Thorben, you know that it actually can control. Um, like a gondola, it can summon a, a small canoe. Oh my god! You also have the blue line that is running to the. Listen, doorway. I know those little fuck faces said to follow the blue line, but I like the boat. Uh, I get out of the bacta, and uh, I second that. <laughs> I second that. So you're just dripping across the floor. Uh huh. Okay. Do you end up taking that lightsaber accessory thing? Hmm? Remember we talked about it. I did. Okay, the one that lets you take the lightsaber yeah. in water. Yeah. Nice. Cool. I th- yeah, that I accessory so. is a Ziploc bag. No, the lifeproof case. For, I got the lifeproof case for my lightsaber. <laughs> we got it. <laughs> it's got a zipper on it. It's a, zipper. It's, a zip, it's a Ziploc. It's either that, or there's an attachment at the bottom that you just turn it on, and it acts kind of like a hair dryer. So it just pulls all the moisture out of it, <laughs> blows it out the bottom. I thought it was just dipped in a substance that kept it like a lot. Oh, okay, yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, that it's works too. Brings over the whole. Yeah, just puts yeah, it in yeah. a bag of rice afterwards. Whatever. It's right. kind of like the it's kind of like the waterproof tech on a phone where it creates like a, a vacuum bubble over the openings. Done. <laughs> all right, take a boat vote. Who's going? Who's who's? I vote boat. I vote boat. We vote boat. Quite unsafe. I vote line. blue line. That's what the thing said to do. Yes, quite. <laughs> They're making a mistake. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Thorben, wanna, Thorben knows. You want to go boat? I'm going to go boat. I'll go boat. Let's go boat. Fuck okay. these guys. I guess we're all Bro. going boat. All right. You don't trust a drug knot. Let's head over to the station. Uh, you want to make a use computer check or a mechanics oh, check? A mechanics check? <laughs> 21. So to call that gondola, it doesn't it doesn't work. It's it's just kind of malfunctioning. You do see these you do see a slot. Uh-huh. You do see a slot, but it it does seem to be the only thing on the panel that's working. A slot. I put the card in the slot. Puts the card in the slot. Now it's gonna be. You on are in control of the card, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now it's gonna be on one light. Yeah. You be it it, it whirs, it beeps, and you hear a ching. And uh, the second light comes on. Quick question. On on this boat, has the boat arrived or are you calling the boat? I'm calling the boat. Yeah. And the boat actually rises from underneath. The boat rises in front of you right at the docking station and it drains itself of all Bacta. So it is ready to be stepped in. Mm, slippery. <laughs> <laughs> I will ask, are there safety measures on the boat such as a railing? There are seats. <laughs> there are seats. Um, but no seatbelts. No seatbelts. Uh, yeah. You can take all the notes you want. This is a hostile <laughs> situation with malfunctioning equipment. Know, right? <laughs> so everybody gets in the GD boat. <laughs> and uh, you hear a couple of clicks and off down the river you go. Just imagine, if you will, it is a dimly lit tunnel. Every once in a while you can see where a, a, a light has fallen loose and it's kind of flickering. It's kind of got a... Kind of a dangerously derelict vibe. Um, go ahead and make a perception check. And I'm going to give you advantage, Ed, since you have a light on your head. Oh, that's a nat 20. 
The as as uh, the speed of the boat continues to pick up, um, you start passing more and more lights. Ed notices with his headlamps, creepy crawling. You can see uh, what seems to be a small spidery style robot and you running across. To go in the river, and now there's spiders. You can hear about three or four, but you can only see one or two at this point. And I hear it's above. that there's four spiders, but I only see one or two of them. Trust me, this is a lot more fun. <laughs> oh and my god. <laughs> and so they see you looking at it. They recognize that you recognize them, and they are going to jump at the boat. So they are jumping at Sawbone and the safety inspector and Thorbin. <laughs> or dex, like a reflex save, I guess. I guess Is that would be make, a reflex save. You'd make an attack against our reflex defense. Yeah. How big is this warehouse? <laughs> so as the spiders fall, Sawbone sees it. Is able to step out of the way. Nice. Oh, and shit. the one falling on Thorbin see it as well, and you uh, move. This spider just falls on your head, Zach. Point your gun at your head. Big on foul creature. You can hear a charging up sound. The, the other ones on the ground are like crawling towards the rest of you. Okay. I'm just going to remove it from my dome piece. Okay. So you, you've grabbed it, and it's pincering at you, mm-hmm. and on the bottom you can see this blue light that's starting to charge up. Oh. It does start to. Throw it overboard. As you, as you charge into the water, it goes into, you know, or water, into the back. back to, the- you can see this little pop oh. of electricity shock oh. just pops off the bottom of it. But shock droid. It just goes down into the water. And, and then Chubrub uses a force thrust, and the other two spiders just kind of fly off into the distance. Nice. Okay, so you narrowly avoided t- a couple of t- bro uh, tases. Um, Don't tease me, bro. You do see bro that it, it as as soon as it was speeding up to go through this uh, tunnel, it starts to slow down, and then off to the right is a stepping platform and a door that is unlocked. It's got a it's untouched. Nobody made it down here, other than the spiders probably. But it's got a handprint uh, door open. Oh, look! It's a face scanner. Mm-hmm. And you mm-hmm. put your face up to it. <laughs> My Move. face doesn't work. Move out of the way. And I put my hand to it. And it says, Thorbin. Oh, it's a Thorbin scanner. <laughs> and the door opens. Yes, specifically for Thorbin. And you are able to walk into the next room. We avoided some bad guys. Yeah. Like 25, it's, it's, it's a 25 diameter circle. Yeah, 25 diameter circle. Uh, it is an all white room. The lights are working in this room, so it's kind of jarring. At first, you don't really get to see because your eyes are adjusting. Maybe not his uh, sawbones. Um, I adjust you, my force eyes. <laughs> he he Does force adjusts. Shut your eyes. <laughs> yeah. He force rubs his eyes. <laughs> no. Uh, this is a, a just a clear white room. Very clean looking for the safety inspector. Charlie, um, don't touch anything. There's nothing. Oh. Uh, the the blue line that that you guys had been following is in this room as we well. Did, did we follow a blue line? Well, you didn't. But the blue line that you were following <laughs> is in this room as well. Uh, but it stops in the middle in the middle of the circle. You look up to notice that this is a probably 70-foot high ceiling. It's a long tube. Um, and at the very top, there is a fan. What does um, Kale do in this place? Um, Thorbin recognizes this. He has never really stepped in this room, but he recognizes it as, A, a main ventilation chamber um, that looks like it, it has malfunctioned. Um, so it's off right now, and then there is a um, anti-gravitational um, distortion field. I, I drink it. the fizzy pop. There's no fizzy pop. Damn it! But <laughs> is there a way to turn the machine back on? You can see uh, that there is something blocking the fan. Can I, I mean, jetpack up to it and like push it? You can if you want. Oh boy! You can jetpack if you want to remove it. it. Struggling, and it looks like it's struggling with some force. A grip on the fan to try and stop it if it if it goes crazy. Yeah, you sure can. All right, how about you grip the fan and then I'll go up and move the debris. Okay. All right. Should I just go ahead and just grip it just to use a force it, check. Yeah. Do a force check for yeah. me. Stick my little paw out and twenty-five. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What you, am I? You, you hold it in place for roughly about five six seconds. You. you He's holding to, it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I guess I'm, I'm a pilot check. 22. Yeah, that, that's enough. You fly up there. Everybody's watching you from underneath. Um, as you remove, you struggle. And you can tell that, that Chubrub's force grip has kept it in place, but it, it, it is a very strong 
strong fan. Yeah. What else do we do? I mean, you got fi- you got about five seconds before that fan comes on. I mean, I move the debris out make of a, the... Make a perception check, actually. Okay. 32. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> you, with your keen eye vision, you hawk, um, you notice that there is a kind of a small pinhole six to ten feet away from the fan itself, and it's small enough to shoot. Um, but it is blast that cash. It, it's it would be inconspicuous to blast the naked eye, except for except for me. Uh, Sawbone sees it. All right, so I relay the information that there's a pinhole. Strength check. I've moved the debris, and I guess I'll I'll go like put my hand over it, over the hole. Yeah, or like plug it with something. It's too small for you to. You don't have anything to plug it with, um, but it does look small enough for somebody like Thorbin, Thorbin or uh, Chubb. Just shoot it. Thorbin has a small mysterious? enough finger to... Oh. Mm. Well, how's Thorbin going to get up there? Or his penis. What, either Unconventional one. Unconventional safety method. I got some jerky in my pocket. You want to plug it with some jerky? Okay, well, then I'm just going to go down and pick Thorbin up and bring him up and put him in... Ask him to put the hole. On your way down, the uh, fan kind of breaks, breaks free. It does not break, but it starts to spin up again. And uh, you feel pulling. And not, not only is the fan pulling you guys upwards a little bit, but um, anti-gravity is on. So everyone starts to get that weird queasy feeling in their stomach whenever they hit like a G-force or go on a roller coaster ride and uh, hit zero G. You all start pulling some Gs. Following back up, whatever you want to call it. Um, you, can, you, can, um, you can use your backpack to boost away from the fan, but it is a struggle. So you have to do pilot checks. <laughs> 32. Okay. Yeah, and you, you stay in the middle. You're about halfway there because you can start to see people rising up. I grab Chub Rub's leg as he starts to pass. Okay. Oh. No. Oh, shit. Everybody's, everybody's going up. <laughs> you guys are moving. Yeah, roughly about three feet a second. Well, didn't I move away second. from the fan so that they could plug the hole? Oh. I had already pilot checked down to got Thorbin. Okay. So now we're already in the air. You're about halfway there. Now you make okay. one more pilot check right. with Thorbin in tow. Oh, 34. Okay, yeah. So you pile it up with Thorbin. Because I plug the hole? Yeah, you, play, you stick your finger in that hole, and you hear a whole series of clicks, clicks, clacks. <laughs> the fan starts pulling everyone back up a little bit faster. So oh, you're kind of oh. holding on. You're piloting against this guy, and you feel a rush of wind fly through the pinhole that opens up into a vent, and everyone gets sucked in. And starts to slide down you know, a long uh, tunnel. One by one, everyone kind of gets flung down in there. This is unorthodox. <laughs> and you Hold slide. On to your butts! <laughs> All one by one, sliding out into this room. There's still been a battle in here. You can tell that it's um, battle ridden, blaster ridden. Uh, struggle was here. Didn't look like much of a fight. And that this is pretty well lit. Zach will take this opportunity to use the light to jot down some notes. Okay. Muttering to himself, highly unsafe, highly unsafe. Wow. I was going to say when I when we landed, because I'm sure we came out of a shoot or whatever. Yes. Boop, and I landed boop, on boop. top of Sawbone, and I just puke onto his visor. Yes. Oh, oh. Yes. Oh. <sighs> Can't handle anti-gravity. I hate anti-gravity. I <laughs> use Chub Rub's fur to wipe my visor. Oh, God. God <laughs> damn so you it. just Small grab up. him yeah. and then just... And just uh, yeah. uh, while you guys are in this pandemonium and chaos, uh, you can hear the flicker of uh, static over the intercom. And mm. instead of Kale this time, it's ex-Captain Streeton. 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 Who says, uh, I don't think our first wave of droids have killed them. I, I think they're, in the, they're in, inside the base. They've infiltrated the base. Everyone be on high alert. And you can hear the creaking of droid parts powering up. They might have been in idle mode. And looking down the this um, small laboratory, it's kind of like a it's a it's a long uh, cylinder of a laboratory. You can see the blue line going all the way past uh, many different shelves in the way. And on top of these shelves are different jars, and you can tell that these are different materials, probably some sort of laboratory um, where they were testing and building things and doing experimentation, probably like an R&D. Man, Kale has some crazy shit in this place. As soon as you notice uh, and taking in all of this information past the shelves, which this uh, first shelf on everyone's right here only has four or five jars and boxes on the material. It's about five feet high it's kind of almost you know it's it would definitely 
be something that Thorbin or, or Trevor has to reach up on. Mm-hmm. The other one, however, is, is about uh, seven feet high on your left here. It's Ooh. got about six or seven rows, all with jars of different material, different um, ores. Jars of clay? Jars of clay. Um, Ugh. Jam. Jam, jellies, a lot of preservatives. Um, on the opposite side, you can see through the shelves and through the jars, uh, there is clearly a droid that uh, doesn't notice you just yet. He is on high alert now, and he's scanning the room. You can see that he is, has um, uh, one of our Ugnots on the floor who's cowering. He is in prone position, and he's, and he's fearing for his life. He's got a vibroblade. So it's not attacking, but it's also guarding. It this. doesn't have hands. It just has vibro arms. Um, behind him, you notice three more Ugnots, all kind of with their hands behind their backs. One looks really roughed up. He's been he's been kicked and punched a lot. And behind him is another droid. And a final droid off to the left, um, kind of behind the smaller shelf. And he notices you. And you can see him. His lowered head raises up slowly. And you can hear like a windows boot sound and his tiny little red eyes lock with yours and he narrows in on the soccer boys to be continued next time on 8-bit saga presents shadow of the old republic